Yes, Life with Laith, episode five with a brother named Isaac Natoli. Welcome to the Life with Laith podcast. We are live now on Instagram, allowing people to join this space. And I'm just waiting for Isaac to join in. And we're going to be dropping in around pain, around power, about our experiences in our life and how that's led us to do the work that we're doing. But this is a beautiful brother and he's here right now in the space. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hey, dude. Can we you hear me? You're good. good? All good. All blessed. Isaac, where are you checking, checking in from, in from New York. New York. New York. What, what's alive in you right now? And what takes ah, you to New York? Man. Why are you there? A, a, a big, mystical, magical journey that I'm on right now. So I was in India um about a week and a half ago it was supposed to be two months and mm. i had landed in the states um about three weeks ago so i went from texas to india but i was in the states beforehand for fit for service which i've shared a little bit about which is run by aubrey marcus and his team and it was an amazing amazing space and mm. i really just it it was a life-changing experience for me and going to india india has like been a dream of mine for years and and just realizing that that wasn't it it wasn't the place for me and i just was and and completely painful beautiful journey in india which was giving me clarity on what was important to me and where I really, truly wanted to be. Mm. And um, I recognized it was in community. It was doing what I, what I love and to share and to just really be with people as I share who I am and what I'm, what I'm here to do. Um, and the calling was to come back, come back to the States and be, be with a beautiful brother that I'm staying with now and just connect and deepen um, community here. So now I'm in, in New York, and it's back, mm. back man, it's been incredible, mm. yeah. Mm. Isaac, you're dropping us in straight away with those codes. India, Aubrey Marcus, fit for service, and now you're in New York. So if you're open to sharing, bro, like, what was the thing in, in India that you were like, I assumed it might be more like this, and actually it was like this. Are you open to just sharing a piece around kind of what came up mm. for you during that time? Just of course. It was, a, it was a very mystical calling to India. It was very much like I had years... Actually, I'll take, I'll take you back. I'll take you right, right back to the start where India first landed in the field. <laughs> and was a really um a really strange thing that i used to do as a kid i used to carry like a mini atlas around of the world and mm. i used to literally mm. read this atlas learn about like the flags of the world all the country like everywhere and i just had this like 
innate, deep uh, love for the world and for, like, just, like, and I remember, like, the flag of India. I just loved the flag. And it would all flag that I would look at and I'd have the flag, like, all the flags would be like, yeah, I know this flag. But specifically, I was like, yeah, India, I just know, like, I know that flag. And obviously, I, I, I lost touch to that just innate natural joy that I had for just the world and traveling and had my own journey in high school really coming full, I, I call it full spiral rather than full circle, but full spiral back to wanting to do both. And, and the biggest, mm. and the, the biggest calling was India. It was just, I have to go. I don't know why, but I need to be there. And it was, it was years mm. of just this, like wanting to go, being interested in the culture, immersing myself in um, like different, like Hindu practices and just being really open to, to India. And then finally, finally, finally getting there with, with high expectations because there was a deep calling and feeling to be there. Instantly mm. being met with challenge after challenge after challenge. I was in bed for like mm. three days straight when I got there. Oh, dude. No. And then I was like, uh, like, uh, you know, the whole like stomach bug jazz with like everything, like just eating and just the food and just going out. I was in Delhi, one of the most hectic places in India. Like my mind was like, ah, like my nerves. And I'm like, wow, like, okay, like, let me give myself days. Let me go to Rikesh, which was the spiritual, spiritual India. And we land and then mm. and I'm just holding on to this hope that my journey there and everything is gonna get better. Something's gonna happen. And I was just it was it's getting worse actually. Every single day was getting worse and eventually I was in my hotel room and I didn't eat. It's actually one of one mm. of the lowest mm. points that I've felt for the past like four or five years was in my hotel wow, room bro. being like what is going on what like i lost touch to community mm. i've lost touch to myself i've lost touch to um my inspiration my joys and this is all happening in a place that i've always been in that was the ultimate disappointment nations amongst mm. my experience amongst this being a dream of mine was all crumbling like in front mm. of me as i looked out to india and i was in an um, had an amazing view and i just didn't feel any joy for where i was mm. what was that what was that feeling what were you feeling you know you're in this moment you're in this beautiful place like on the surface you look outside the window you've got this beautiful environment but you're, you're something was going on inside you know what was that like feeling like what was coming up for you when you were there in rishikesh looking out the window being like damn i don't want to be here like what was coming up for you it it just felt like um it felt like old dreams 
it was it was within myself it was a, a coming up of what was important to me what were my values what's truly truly important because i'm here i'm i'm at the place that i've dreamed of being at but i don't feel i don't it's not it this isn't it so that's important to me mm. what is what are my what like it was an instantaneous push into the absolute core of my values because ultimate place and we mm. see this with so many people achieving the ultimate dream doing the ultimate thing being there but that's the point of suffering that's the point of pain mm. and that was me and i was like that was my internal process that's where i was and i was like ah, a part of me wanted a part of me just wanted to be like ah there's no point but another part of me another deep deep fire within me was like no like this is my opportunity to find what is important what is it that i'm actually living this life for and it was such a powerful moment it clicked mm. like okay like something there's something else here like there's something the india is bringing me clarity i look to them and like i just spoke to her and i'm like what are you giving me what is the medicine and clarity and i just was like wow um and from there just just i just knew like i had the biggest laugh ever because when i know something i just it's mm. just i laugh and i he laughed like I'm going mm. back to the states. I'm going and I'm finding community mm. and I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to just go for it. And it's that's um mm. and what was that clarity? So what was the clarity that you got, you know, you're in that moment and what what do you feel has now become clearer? Um and I'm going to kind of circle back to the theme of this conversation which is already being spoken to maybe without realizing you know pain into power and witnessing your experience of being in this really painful place if you're like I don't want to be here this doesn't feel good and this is not where what I'm supposed to be doing and your alchemy you know we talk a lot about masculine alchemy right but this alchemy you know human alchemy is where you you shift these emotions from the inside of like guilt and shame and 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 like this fear and you transformed it. So let's speak to that. Like, what was it transformed into? And what's the clarity? And why America? Maybe that was too many questions at once, but just hit it. <laughs> uh, never too many questions. It was uh, just um, also um, on that on that of alchemy i had i had all this energy all this energy that was within me that was feeling this almost depression and confusion and um there was there was just so much energy that was alive within me when i was in india and and it just wasn't it wasn't what i wanted but there was lots of energy there and i actually was in that space of alchemy how can i 
knowing that there's energy here that can be transformed, that can be, that can be alchemized. And I really just allowed myself to, to, to be in this pool of energy that I was in. And first of all, acknowledging that, um, there's, there's energy here. Like I'm not, I'm not, maybe I'm low, but there's energy. And so just with my own open mind and my own open heart was me questioning what is important to me and just, just simple, gentle, curious questioning of what is important, what is important, what is important and just feeling the feelings of the things that, that make me most joyous, that make my heart sing the most. And, it was community. It was sharing my voice. It was, it was alchemy. It was healing. It was, um, it, and it used to be traveling. It used to be, and that's still there, but it's not, it wasn't the big thing anymore. And so all with all this clarity on what actually made my heart sing amidst me in all this darkness, I could feel the joy and this love like amidst me. I knew this was the thing and I knew I was in the midst of so much darkness. But when I thought of like community and I thought of sharing my voice and I thought of doing all these things, I was like, I was just enlivened and I wasn't out of it, but there was a spark amidst. And so that, that was the ultimate clarity where I was like, okay, well, I've got these values and I've got these things which I know lift me up and I know make me sing and I know make me joyous. What what are they materially? Like, where is it? Where is this? And at Fit for Service mm. with Aubrey Marcus and all the incredible people. And I was like, okay, community, that's the place that I want to be in right now, which is the States. So I'm, And I knew when I had that thought, mm. that's it. I'm going to go there. That's where I have to go. And within 48 hours, mm. I was on a plane on my way back to the States. And wow. Oh, bro, thank you for sharing that, you know? And, and like, this, what's coming up for me right now is that, that importance of, you know, we can go far. Home is a feeling, you know? Community is what you're saying is kind of like, how do you build relationships in the environment that you're in and from what you've shared you know there was this younger version of you who you know traveling was everything exploration going to different places and that has its own medicine but as we you know as time has unfolded it sounds like community and purpose are the most important things to you you know so you ask yourself the question which is a bloody great question to ask you know i think we should do this more often is like actually what what is most important to me? What is important to me? As well as then, okay, if it's something like community and purpose, where is the environment in which I can manifest those things most? And by the sounds of it, that's led you to New York. So when we speak about pain into power, what we've already, what we've already realized is, you know, this quite painful, this quite painful experience, you know, of course, relatively, you know, being abroad in a country has its own dynamic, but relative pain experience of being in India and traveling and maybe not necessarily meeting your own expectations, then having this realization of what was important and then making that decision to go 
where you are now and to make that decision to make change by going to an environment where you've got both community and purpose. This is beautiful, man. So beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And and now you're in New York. What, what is your life? What what are you looking to build and create? What does what does it mean to now connect with the community? If you if you've had any progress thinking around that, I've found that definitely purpose has become more clear with community. Purpose for me is mm. a, is is a very big one. Being here and having. Um, you know, people around the States that, you know, our family that I know can bring out deeper aspects of myself, which can give me clarity on my purpose. So I feel like it's, it's being here is, there's a point that I reached in my life where I understood that I could no longer keep stepping on my sacred journey without the without family around me without community around me there was a point where i wanted to know more about my purpose i wanted to live my purpose deeper but i couldn't i couldn't do it on my own and that was that's really what has brought me here is knowing that when i surround myself with certain people my something within me just comes alight some clarity there's just the the purpose is there and the purpose is not to be done and lived on your own it's to be shared with others it's to live so that's what brings me here and like the next stages of my journey i'm hoping to do like a bit of a a train journey like through the states so i'm gonna like get a train and just go through like the states and just going to different places and connecting with different family and just, yeah, allowing um, my purpose to come more online through being around, sharing the sacred mm. We are teaching mm. each other and showing each other what's important. Mm. And through this, we're learning about ourselves and, mm. and, and we're able to learn about our purpose. Mm. And that is easier said than done, hey? So like, you know, that journey of like connecting with our purpose is something, you know, I'm I'm on a journey right now and I still go through these like intense moments of like asking myself, like, am I on the right path? And you know, what's meant to be and what 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 is the right decisions to make? And I feel like I'm trying my best to ask for firstly, not put so much pressure on myself, you know. I think that's a big piece. I think you might resonate with this and I think, you know, we are a generation that just loves to put pressure on ourselves. We live in an environment where there's so much social media and comparison. It's like, oh, I should be there. I should be doing this because this person's doing this or this person's this old and they've done that. And, and it's like, oh, God damn, man. Like we always, we, all, we really have to trust spirit. We really have to trust like our own path. Um, and actually that can be difficult sometimes, you know, because, because of how accessible information is it really means that like we can compare and, I, and I've done that and I do that. And actually it's something in which I'm now asking myself, okay, what if I was to remove all forms of comparison? What fucking sets me alight, man? Like what excites me? You know, what, what do I enjoy doing the most? And actually how, 
how do I do more of what I, what I enjoy doing? You know, and actually asking that question and even that's been coming up, like how do we do more of what we love to do so that it can then fulfill us in certain ways? Um, do what you love. There's a great saying that a brother, brother shares with me, um, something about doing what you love until it pays the bills, but I don't remember it, but I'm going to paraphrase it and destroy it. But um, holding space for that idea of doing what you love and how important doing what you love is and actually finding purpose. And maybe you can go speak to like how your journey of finding purpose has been, you know, because you're a man that's done many a thing in his life and, and is now where you are on your path. So how has the journey of purpose been for you, Isaac? And, you know, mm. what does purpose mean to you? Beautiful, beautiful question. Um, and that, that same thing rings in my heart as well of what is it, what is it that I would truly do right now, right now, if there were no expectations, uh, if there was no comparison, if there was no financial needs that I had to meet and I had to do this and I had to do that and I had to be someone. What really also using, using death, death for me is a, is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, ally of that constantly each and every day puts me into that state of purpose. And it is like, what is it that I would do today if it was my last day? I, Shoot. And it always brings me, mm. it, it brings me to, it brings me to different things every time. And my purpose to me now, what it looks like is doing what I love every day. And that looks different every day. But it is, it is knowing that Really, my purpose is to love. My purpose is to be loved. My purpose is to, is to really just fill my own cup up so I can let it just overflow to the rest of the world. And every, every single time I, I bring to mind that, that, like, if it was my last day, what is it that I would do? My purpose never looks like one thing. It never looks like doing that particular thing it looks like it's it's a state of being my purpose is a state of being it's a state of loving myself doing what's important to me so i can love and be of service to the world and that's constantly transforming constantly moving and looking like something different but it's the way that i'm being in in, in the world is my purpose um and journey and i so, so, so frequently get caught up in, oh, am I doing the right thing? Oh, am I supposed to do this? Oh, am I supposed to do that? And then I'll go and I'll do that. No, that's not it. I'll go and I'll do that. Oh, that's not it. But actually, the way I'm approaching these things is just, it, I'm, I'm not approaching this in a state of being that is true to me. So it's hold up. Like, put all these things on hold, all these things that I have to, I have to be the world, have to... Yeah, do a podcast. I have to, you know, be a healer. I have to do. Hang on, what's my being right now? 
because you, my state of being then shows me the path ahead. It then shows me the action, but it's always, always, always the state of being that I find true purpose in. Beautiful, man. That was so beautifully framed. <laughs> Thank you for that download. You know, it's like <clears throat> we can get so caught up in the doing. You know, we are, and I know that I, I'm going to frame it. You know, I can get so caught up in the doing and yeah, it's like I'm really on this path now to understand more about like a deeper meditation practice, like mysticism and, and also like the impact we can have on the world just by being still. And, you know, this theory of like the Buddha just being and the impact that that had on the world, you know, and actually the monk that meditates at the top of the mountain, you know, his, his impact on the world, you know, may be as much as the New York Times bestselling author. So it's like, how do we, how do we shift our perspective, which is a very like Western approach to change from, I need to do some stuff and get somewhere to, okay, how do I drop into a deeper state of being and actually being as presence, being as love and being presently in love and then allowing that to kind of like shed outwards and share outwards, you know, with the world around us. So you know, it's really beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. And yet also acknowledging that if we are individuals who from those states of being fill ourselves up, asking the question, how do we then impact the world around us in a positive way? You know, what does that look like? What does impacting the world look like in a positive way? And I'm wondering if you kind of want to just speak to a bit more about how your impacting the world and, and that the work in which you're aspiring to do and what's inspired that mm. work if you're open to sharing of course of course um i think i i got to a particular point in my life where i had ex experienced so much and had gained so much of my own wisdom through my life experience where I recognized it was actually selfish to hold on to my lessons, to hold on to what I know. And for me, it's looked like um, just sharing, sharing what I've learned, sharing the perspectives, sharing the alchemy um, with and through social media, like, um, and sharing, sharing who I am, but really what I feel like has made the biggest impact in terms of, um, being a positive impact in the world and, and being that, that being like is being honestly just showing up as myself anywhere and everywhere. And that has created the most positive impact that has for me shown and given permission to others to do the same, allowing others to be their absolute raw, vulnerable, honest self. And that is the most positive thing that can truly, truly, truly happen. And within, we can look within nature and within the, the way nature is and nature is, is what it is is it's it's pure it's it can get messy it, it's it can 
grow in all these certain different ways, but it's always, always evolving and growing and becoming and being beautiful every single time. And this, for me, the, a positive impact can be, um, can, can be you looking messy. It can be you in a state of, um, it, it may be anger, it may be um, shame, but if it's pure and if it's real to you, for me, that shows and that is a truly, truly positive, beautiful thing for the world. So for me, it's been showing myself in every single aspect, and allowing and showing others that they can do the same. And that creates and has shown me that it, it, it creates the whole beautiful song and dance of the world when we're all just being our true self in this moment, whatever. And that's always mm. going to be positive. That's always, always going to be positive. So for me, it's, it's, it's hard to just say one thing, but in, in the deepest and in the core of it, it's just me showing up as who I am and sharing. That. Mm. Mm. So beautifully said. Yeah. Wow. So beautifully shared. You know, how do we, how do we tap into that most authentic version of ourself, you know, and, and actually that's a real, that's a really good question actually. And, and maybe you can share just a piece around like, how do you show up authentically? You know, cause we can speak to it and people speak about it. Um, is there practical steps people can take to show up authentically? What does that mean? And I'll speak to it as well after your perspective. And then also practically, how do people move closer to a state of being? You know, what does that what does that look like? Because you know, we're at a point in our lives where, you know, we we understand this and embody it, but you know, people may be on a, their journey where they're like, hey, what does that well, how does that look like? What does that look like? And actually practically, how do I do that on a day-to-day -day basis? <sighs> First of all, it's, it's showing up as yourself to yourself. It's mm. looking at yourself and, and speaking and showing up as you are. How do I feel today? Who, who am I? Why? Like, really, like showing up in your most authentic self to yourself is... Yeah. Because so, like, so often, and this is something that I've... I fall into all the time is trying to be my authentic self to others, but I'm yet to skip the biggest step, which is being myself with myself. Mm. Like that's mm. the first step. Like sing when I want to sing, dance when I want to dance, say what I want to say, but doing all this with myself first. Before mm. you, even going on to anything else, that's for me being the biggest thing is like, okay, well, like, am I actually showing up authentically to myself right now? Maybe I'm doing something that's not authentic to me that maybe society has told me I should be doing, or I've been programmed and patterned to be doing. Maybe, like, maybe I don't want to eat right now. I'm just doing this because I have to. Like, maybe I'm like, it's, it's that, um, that gathering and that awareness of coming back to yourself with yourself first. You recognize 
recognize when you're actually mm. in that state, you can, that allows you to, it allows you to understand what it feels like to be yourself first. And then you can understand what that feeling of being authentic and being real is first. You have to be able to experience that with yourself first. Because there is, there is a state that you know, you just know this state. It's like, oh yeah, this is me. And then bringing that into being around others is a whole nother, it's a whole nother thing. And process to be, be very gentle with yourself with, knowing that you are going to fall a lot. And I fall, I fall so, it's mm. one of the biggest, biggest things for me is, is this awareness of knowing my authentic state and what that feels like and what that looks like. Um, and, and knowing what, who I am not, knowing what that also is, because it's not that state, it's not that feeling. But for me, a lot of the time, and what's been is, is, is honesty, is honesty and, and actually vocalizing. For me, that's a way, that's my own alchemy. I, for me to vocalize something is a way that I alchemize something. And I recognize that, yeah, like I'll get anxiety around certain people or I'll, I'll shut down against certain people, but like actually vocalizing that. So it's something that integrated a lot into around other people is like, I'm, I'm feeling anxious right now. Like, it's just, I don't exactly know why, but mm. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling anxious. I just wanted to express that. And some people are really receptive and so like, mm. Wow, thank you for sharing. I'm feeling the same. And in there's this, there's this mm. drop of like so much. And you're like, oh, wow. Like, okay, actually myself right now is anxious. And that is who I am right now. And I'm not trying to overtake that or shove that to the side. I'm actually being honest and showing that. So for me, huge, huge mm. one, having honesty and vocalizing how I'm feeling. So when we can how we're feeling mm. we're not trying to we're not holding on to it and trying to trying to shove it down and try be this um this person that we believe will be more accepted is actually being like it's actually more painful for me to not be myself than be myself so i'm gonna just be myself and vocalize and be honest with how i'm feeling um in terms of a practical mm. step that's been a powerful one is constantly mm. honest vocalizing my my honest feeling. Mm, that's so beautiful so simple but also so beautiful and so powerful and um there was a moment actually not too long ago where a brother in a moment shared you know how i, I he said i'm feeling anxious and he was like but even by naming it it allowed me to release it even just by bringing it up and out, it allowed me. So the authentic, a, a tool for authentic connection and relatability is naming how you're feeling. Naming, I'm feeling this way in this moment, in an environment. And you always have to trust as well. Like fundamentally, if you're around brothers and sisters who respect and love you, they will see and witness it. They will hear you. And if they do not receive it, then... You know, maybe there's a question around wh whether they're authentically expressing their true self as well. And 
what I've realized is like that's why we create these men's spaces you know because actually like being able to express how we're feeling in a moment being able to authentically share such a beautiful practice such a beautiful tool that's like you said it can be so simple yet difficult at times you know because for me it's like fear of judgment you know fear of being shamed oh I can't feel this way you know and actually I don't deserve this moment so i'm not going to share how i'm feeling and that's something which i've experienced you know and that and, and experience where it's like i feel anxious to share how i'm feeling because a i might be worried about how it might impact someone else's feelings or i might be worried about what other people think of me but actually like how do we work through that you know and that, by, by working through that it allows us to shop more authentically for ourselves like you mentioned, and maybe there's just a practice of checking in with ourselves when we're feeling certain things. And actually that just being the start, like, oh, I'm feeling this or I'm feeling this and this, um, which is a beautiful practice. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else that's alive in you right now also around um, how we find our purpose, practical practical steps on that, or, or things that have worked for you in regards to you mm. know getting to where you're at now? Yeah, thanks for asking this. Um, it's for me it's joy has been a very very a lot aligning with my purpose joy and finding where and what brings me most joy um and practical steps for me have been really sitting with um, what is going to bring me the most joy today? What, what thing that I'm doing that I want to do today is going to bring me the most joy? And constantly following that, following that thread and not allowing myself to get caught up in two, three, four steps ahead, constantly bringing myself back to the thread of what is the next step. And and allowing myself to, to, to meditate and connect with what's going to bring me the most joy now and, and staying with that. Okay, it's this thing. It's like it's maybe going to India or it's um, just maybe it's, it's going to the beach today or something. And, and it's, it's your purpose. It's a beautiful, it's a delicate thing. It's a sacred thing. And it's to be respected and honored that it will not just come to you like necessarily some people, some people, it doesn't, but to honor the process in your, your purpose and knowing when that it won't necessarily show up at your doorstep instantaneously, but feeling if there's a, if there's a desire to know your purpose, your purpose is also desiring to know you and it will sprinkle the the gems along the way to finding that and those gems that your purpose sprinkles to you for me has looked like joy what are the things that bring me the most joy and following that and and learning through this process what like there's there's certain sensation in my body that just feels right like I I just, like 
the next step is it's always a no. It's it's never something that has to be thought about. It's it's something that comes to you and you just know. Like okay, I have to go to I have to go to Chicago tomorrow um, and and meet this person. I just know. Like I just feel this is a joyous thing that is going to bring me joy. But I'm not questioning the why and the hows. Um, and so yeah, the, uh, for me the practical steps that I've taken is is just thinking of the things that are going to bring me the most joy and doing that thing. Not questioning why, not questioning how, not questioning who and what and where, it just just following that and where is that leading me and allowing myself to surrender mm. to what that's mm. going to bring me and trusting and knowing because every single time I have followed that, the next thing has come, the next thing has come, the next Just It's just been an evolution and sometimes there were big moments where it's like wow like this is there's so much clarity in what i want to do this is a big step i'm going to create this thing now and then more doors open and then you follow your joy within these doors and it's it's a constant it's a beautiful painting and story that you move through but following your joy and listening to that and just doing that and not thinking Mm, how much more of a beautiful, abundant place would this world be if every brother and sister followed their joy, did what they loved and led from that place of heart and dedication and devotion. And yeah, it's beautiful, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's such a great practice of, you know, asking ourselves the question, what brings us the most joy and how do we, how do we allow it to light us? How do we allow it to light the path that's in front of us? And you know, really cycling back to some of the key themes here, you know, the power of community, you know, how important was that in your journey? You know, we talk about turning pain into power and, you know, this idea of being in, in, a, in a country abroad and not necessarily feeling connected and actually realizing that what you were seeking was community and purpose and actually being around people that would support you on your purpose and actually how important it is, right? It's always that saying, you always think the grass is greener, but the question is, you know, what, what lawn are you mowing? Like, that's the most important thing. Like, what garden are you tending to? Because that might not be in a faraway exotic island. That might be where you are right now in this moment. And actually, instead of asking myself, how do I escape? But don't get me wrong. Sometimes we need to shift our perspective by going to different places and experiencing different things. Because maybe if you hadn't have gone to where you went to in India, to Rishikesh, you might not have had this, like, realization of actually what you don't want. And actually finding out what you don't want is as important as finding out what you do want because you can kind of carve the path. And then there's this piece, this practical piece around authentically showing up and how important that is. Uh, and actually speaking the truth and being able to express how you're feeling in a moment, like that's a beautiful practice. It's a really beautiful practice. And then following your joy and actually the important practical side of what sets me alight and how do I leave the breadcrumbs that will allow me to move closer to purpose in in quoted brackets, you know, what is, what is actually finding me most joy. It's really beautiful, man. I'm so grateful for all that you shared during this, this episode. It's been, it's been a hot minute since we dropped in and I just feel like, you know, the alchemy in which we've shared and what you've shared and, you know, you're such an inspiring brother to me ever since we first met. And it's like, I've got no doubt that, 
you're going to continue to shine the light, man, and continue to lead the way and inspire others by following your joy, showing up authentically and creating community wherever you go. I'm wondering if there's anything else alive in you right now before we start to close this out. Just wanting to... Um, Just what's coming through me right now, honestly, is, um, and whoever is tuning in and whoever does come through this is just to, to remember to trust, remember to trust and remember to, to, amongst all that we've shared and finding your purpose and all this, um, beautiful, beautiful outcome in everybody's is is really to to just have gratitude and not lose way of where we are now and honoring the sacred of where we are right now honoring me and you and this incredible space that we're in creating together wherever you are right now just really honoring where you are right now is is everything I just wanted to share that. That's on my heart. Thank you so much, Brother Isaac. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for sharing your truth, shining your light. And <clears throat> it's been a real honor. It's been a real honor. Isaac, if people want to get in touch with you to connect more mm -hmm. with yourself, how just can they do my Instagram. Um, lots of content coming through there. I'm also on YouTube, beginning to share on there as well. Um, so I have, uh, different work and offerings and, um, lots that I share through, through Instagram and, um, YouTube. So that place to come and link and connect. Cha. Cha. Mm. Cha. Brother Isaac, it's been an absolute pleasure and honor and a gift. I look forward to syncing up more with you and just continuing to watch your beautiful path can expand and evolve and impact because there is no word of a doubt. And know that if there's anywhere I can support you, bro, I am here and you're a leader. I see you shining and thank you for all you bring, man, mm, for this world. Thank you so much, brother. And love to you. Thank you for being the beacon and thank you for holding this um, incredible container. People to come and learn and connect and love um so thank you bro. thank you again you you warrior <laughs> uh, mm, thank you so awesome. much brother love you so much till next time thank you everyone for tuning in it's been a real pleasure that was life with life episode five till next time <laughs> <laughs>